all things New Orleans Saints. This is Who Dat Discussion. Who dat? Who dat? Who dat? Who dat? Who dat? Say they gon' be them Saints. Powered by Overtime Media. Hello and welcome back into another off-season edition of the Houdat Discussion, powered by Overtime Media. As always, I am your host, Andrew Galata, and we are getting into this one as the Saints, another off-season edition, another kind of, it's all these speculatives are happening. We have Von Bell having an interview stating he wants to return, more Taysom Hill, as he's turned into like the new Des Bryant, I saw that on Twitter a few times. He's like the new Des Bryant. It's just he's over and over. I so many rumors. I mean, it's going to be interesting. We'll obviously have to see. It's, I mean, we're recording this on the 14th of February. So, again, we're kind of getting into that. When Breeze is going to return, he said mid to late February. I would give it another week, and then he's going to say what he's going to do. But I think it's all really interesting there. Then you have, we're going to get to our free agents talk tight ends, O-line, and then also D-line, and then also we have a very interesting, we're going to start off with this topic, secondary players are getting cut around the NFL, big for the Saints, absolutely huge for the Saints, not only do the Saints have a lot of secondary players going into free agency, it's going to give them options to replace those guys if they cannot retain certain players, which is also really big, and you're looking at the guys, big names getting cut, Josh Norman, Saints wanted him back in 2016. Are they going to take, or 2015, I think it was. Are the Saints going to take another, or will the Saints take another look at him? Maybe they sign him. Had an awful year last year, but does he come up? He had some good years back, I mean, 2018 and 2017, he had good years. So now we're going to be seeing him see what he can do in those roles. I think he's very interesting. A.J. Boye is expected to get cut by the Jaguars. But not as good year last year. Not awful, but not really good. He was kind of at an Eli Apple level. But then in the years past, he's been very good. Shut down quarter in 2017 to go along with Jalen Ramsey. Ramsey leaves, and he's not as good. So we'll kind of see what he can get. Um, maybe he wasn't the number one that a lot of people expected, but I think we're going to get to talk about him. And then big play Slay, Darius Slay. I mean, Saints players, they're expecting him to at least, he's not set. In Detroit, he said, "I'd leave if they don't if they don't give me a good contract." And the Saints players have been talking a big play. Slay, you have Cameron Jordan talking, Marshawn Lattimore saying he'd love to play with Slay. Very interesting stuff. So again, that's a very interesting to look at. And all you have to look at is that the Saints have Eli Apple going into free agency. They have Janoris Jenkins, who's technically not in for free agent. The Saints have control, but if the Saints wanted to cut him, it would be no dead cap. So. It's kind of their choice there. They're going to want to restructure him. They're probably going to say, well, Janoris, you're not as good as any of these guys. And that's kind of where you're looking at. Like, we can pay $11 million. We can pay Norman $11 million and cut you. And I'd rather have Norman than Janoris. Very interesting. And then also you have Byron Jones, who's going to be out there. So you have those guys. Eli Apple, who's definitely not on the category of these, these players. And I don't think, I think that's going to dilute his market which is going to be very interesting. I don't think he's going to get as big as a contract as maybe he expected. I mean, then you do have uh, Tony Jefferson from, uh, this, uh, from the Ravens. He got cut, had a bad year this year, worse year, uh, a better year the year before. Um, so maybe Von Bell doesn't get as big, another another phrase out there. I think Von Bell's going to get his share. I think he's going to get, I told you, four years. I don't think he's going to get this absorbent contract that some people think he's going to get. I'd give him like four years, 30 million. I think that's probably where he's going to be. 
So I think that's interesting there. But again, Von Bell wanting to return, I think, is is is, is also going to be another thing. Is he actually want to return? Or is he just going to um, say that he does and then leave? Both are possible. But we're going to get all to that. Starting off with the secondary here. I think we're just going to combine Von Bell with our secondary groups here. So starting off, Von Bell said in an interview last week that he wants to return to the Saints, and that's the number one thing he wants to do. One, he wants to return to the Saints. If he cannot return to the Saints, he said he wants to go to a contender with good locker room, emotions, attitudes, whatever you want to call it. That's the player that he wants. So again, very interesting when looking at Von Bell to see what he's going to do here because, again, he's going to want to get paid, and I understand that. Strong safeties have not really gotten paid in the NFL. And a lot of people are trying to make comparisons with free safeties. He's not a free safety. We cannot look at Von Bell as a free safety, and he's not going to get paid as a free safety. And I'm sorry to Von Bell, he's just not. He's going to get paid as a strong safety, and strong safeties just don't get paid as much for some reason. Probably a lot of them. That's why there's the market's more diluted than the free for the free safety market. So, again, that's going to be another situation to look at. I think it's very interesting. I think if he wants to return and the Saints want him to return and they're motivated to get a deal done, they'll be able to get one done. And that's, I think he's going to return. I think Saints fans really want him to return. So I think, I I do think that he's, I think the Saints fans are smart in this respect and he will return. I think he's an integral part to this defense and without him, you just don't see that much. The fourth fumbles was there this year. He was, he's one of their only playmakers really. So, I mean, if he doesn't return, you're kind of in hot water you just don't have the playmakers on this defense. And I think that's kind of a problem. And this is also somewhere you could change. You can get some playmakers. That's why I want to see a big play slay guy. They want to, I want to add, if I was going to make a splash on this defense, an absolute splash, you're going to go out and get a cornerback that gets a ton of turnovers. And that's why, that's what slay is. That's what Norman is. And I think Norman, he was playing that zone defense in Washington. He was playing man-to-man in Carolina where he thrived not as much in Washington. It's not like he had bad years in Washington, but not as good because he wasn't playing that man-to-man. He was playing more zone. So, again, that's something to look at as well. But, look, Norman, we'll start off with Norman, and then we'll go on to Boye, then Slay. I mean, look, Norman last year, he only had one interception, 45.6 PFF grade, which is not very good. He Is he losing a step, or was it just a down year? 2019, he had, or 2018, I'm sorry, 2018, 68.9 PFF. 2017, 72.2. So he has gotten worse every year, but not that much. Like, you'll take a 60, a 68 to 70 range. You'll take that next year from your second corner. And, again, I want to see, I mean, if his playmaking ability was there from when he was on the Panthers and he was making that, leading them to a Super Bowl, that's what he was doing. And if he, if that playmaking was there, he's not going to get the 15 million. He's just not. So if you can get him for like seven, eight million, he may be a player that you want to take a chance on. Because at this point, I'd rather pay Norman that eleven million than Janoris Jenkins. And that's maybe just my opinion. I don't. I don't think that's a hot take to even say that. I'd rather see Norman line up opposite Adam Lattimore than Jenkins. And maybe you can keep. Maybe you can get all three somehow, or however that's going to work. But that would be extremely interesting, and I definitely want to see that because you want to see, is is Norman going to return to that old player, especially playing in the system that helped him a lot, in the man system, playing opposite a corner. He's not even the number one corner. He'd be playing opposite Lattimore. I, I think it would give him a lot of help. I think it would give Lattimore a lot of help too, 
And I, I think that could be a really good fit. Not, not many people are talking about it, but I think that could be a really nice fit for the Saints as a guy that's really excelled in man over the years and then went to zone and wasn't as good. You know what this reminds me of? Darrell Rivas goes to Tampa Bay where they play zone. And, you know, he's kind of on the downside of his career, was with the Jets all those years. And then he goes to Tampa Bay as an off-year, then goes to the Patriots back in that man system, that Bill Belichick system, and he thrives and wins a Super Bowl. Maybe you have Josh Norman run the same fate. Wouldn't that be very interesting? I would like to see something like that. And I think he's a player that we can get. A.J. Boye, who was kind of playing second fiddle, with the Jaguars last year, or not last year, but throughout his career, last year, after the Ramsey trade, he gets bumped up into the number one corner spot and just doesn't play as good. So maybe going back into the two corner spot would help him a lot. Now, Lattimore isn't as good as Ramsey, but we've shown at times Lattimore can be a top five uh, cornerback. So you put Boye in there, who in 2017, when the Jaguars went to the conference championship, 87.2 PFF grade. He had an awesome year. He was able to get the turnovers he was able to do a ton for that team and again i think that could be really big if you you gotta bring in here someone solid and it's not that you got to but if you're gonna make a splash i think on the defense that's kind of where you're gonna go here i i do think that aj boye is a player that can come up in here and do some good work. Another have it, had a down year, 58.4 PFF grade, not really that good. He only had one interception. But you want to go back to 2017, six interceptions. And, again, just, I mean, an amazing, amazing season he had. Huge, really great PFF grade. And then he took a little of a dip last year. But it was a good cover corner. Only had one interception, but it was a great cover corner. Didn't get tried as much. Had much less targets. Almost a, like a quarter less targets he was on. So people kind of realized we don't want to go against Boye. And he still had a good year. And then last year, he just didn't just didn't translate well to the number one corner. Bring him back in the number two corner role. Again, a guy that's probably going to be around that $7 million range. If he gets more than 11, I'd be extremely surprised. So who would you rather have? Janoris Jenkins or A.J. Boye? I'd rather have A.J. Boye. Because that's kind of what we're doing here. If you know you can sign one of these guys for under $11 million, you're going to take him instead of Jenkins. I'm, I'm just sorry. That's kind of what I'm looking at. And the same with Boye, who's just a really good cover corner. He's has the length, and he's a player that he's got the speed. He could come up in here and do some great stuff. I mean, yeah, he's not that tall. It's not like he's this big, lanky player, but he's enough physical-wise to really make up for that. Six foot, 190. He's a player that could come up, and he went really well with um, Ramsey. So I think he can help, and I think he could help the Saints team a lot. Go well with Lattimore, get the picks. I think he get put in more situations where he can get more interceptions, make more big plays. And I think he's a player that we could definitely see in a Saints uniform. I think any of these guys really. And then the last one, who's under roster, uh, under um, under roster really for 2020, and that's gonna be Darius Slay. But he's in a contract year, and he said if he doesn't get a contract, he wants to get traded. He may hold out. We'll have to see. Big play Slay, another guy who had a down year last year, 56.4 PFF grade, but the in the years past, 80 PFF, 75 PFF was getting the big plays. That nickname doesn't come for nothing. I love it. I love saying it too. It's a very fun name to say. And Slay, I mean, he's the, when you think about, at least to me, when you think about the Lions, you think about Slay. And he's been kind of, in through the last three years, he's been kind of the linchpin of the defense. So, I think he's a he's a player that could come up in here, and yes, I think he could play. I think he opposite Lattimore that would be an amazing tandem, 
And then 2018, three picks, just to put up a stats, three picks in 20, um, 2018, and then 2017, eight picks. Again, he's a he's a player that can play. <laughs> I hate saying that, but he's a player that can come up in here and just make the plays. Just all these guys. They've had years with the six-plus interceptions, seven-plus interceptions, eight interceptions. Number one in the league. They can do it. And opposite Lattimore, they're going to get those chances again. Slay maybe isn't targeted as much. Boye wasn't targeted as much. And when he was last year, he was hurt hard against number one receivers. Now they're going to go back into that number two role and get opportunities to make plays. They are playmakers. They can do that. Same with Janoris Jenkins, I think, to a lesser extent. But I think the same with Janoris Jenkins. I I didn't want the Saints to go after a big cornerback. I just wanted them, we'll take Jenkins. We'll sign our money elsewhere. As th- This market's diluted. That's really the case. There's a lot of players that you can go up and sign. Just, I mean, a lot of. There's a lot of. If you want to upgrade the cornerback position, if you're the Saints, you could. You have Josh Norman, Chris Harris, Jimmy Smith, Logan Ryan, Bradley Roby. You have Akeem Talib. You have um, Byron Jones. You have AJ Boye. Possibly Darius Slay. Vernon Hardgraves was cut as well. The rookie cut. He's a player that you can see come up. I didn't even put him on this list. And now he would, I wouldn't want, I mean, look, he's number one. He was number one uh, first round pick. I can see the Saints picking him up um, and being a guy that you may want to see him get. Um, it's just, it's, it's pretty interesting because, I mean, look, former first round pick. Again, he's a player that could come up in here and he can maybe do some work for the Saints, possibly on a show me deal. Um, cause he, I mean, there's a reason he was cut and first round pick cut like that is definitely not good, but you can see something like him and he was cut last year by Tampa Bay and he was Houston then a little last year, but maybe he's a player you want to see come up here. Eli Apple, obviously Denard from the Bengals to keys Denard, Jonathan Joseph, Tremont Williams, Nicole Romy Coleman, <laughs> we know him. So ton of guys are in this. I mean, Trey Reigns, Ross Cock, Crockwell. You're looking at this, P.J. Williams, Ton, I mean, Morris Claiborne, Bashad Breland. Look at this list. I mean, Mackenzie Alexander, uh, Dominique Rogers-Camardi. The list goes on and on. James Bradbury, Aaron Colvin. You remember him like a few years ago that the Saints were looking into getting him. This list is endless. And honestly, if you're the Saints... You can hit big. You can get two, guys, really. Probably. It's going to be a very diluted to me. Because not everyone's going to get... Probably you're going to look at four of these guys are going to get more than $10 million, Five of these guys are going to get 10 more million. And then people aren't going to. And that's really where this is. And even, to me, looking at the AAVs from years past, you're going to get one to two guys with those big contracts. And the Saints are already going to give um, Janoris Jenkins $11 million. And he he's an upgrade over what they had, but not. I just don't like that eleven million. If you can bring him down to like a seven million, I would take him. But if you can get like a Josh Norman for like ten, go out and do it. That's something I would do. And um, it's an extremely interesting topic. See what the Saints can do here. But I think that is going to wrap up talking about the secondary. Very interesting what you can do here. Very interesting because this market's starting to get very diluted very quickly, and you don't even know. Maybe over the next few days, you're going to get even more cuts. And I think that's just something to look at there. And you're going to be same thing with the safety, a little uh, less diluted, but still. I, I mean, Von Bell's going to get his money, but P. 
people are saying these bigger absorbent contracts. I just don't see it there. So I think that is going to do it with our talk about the secondaries and the cornerbacks and what the Saints should do there. So I think we are going to take a quick break. You are listening to the Houdat Discussion Podcast. Welcome back into the Houdat Discussion. And now we are going to get to some quick Taysom Hill talk and then talk about our next few free agent groups. The free agent groups, I mean, I know I talked a lot about the secondaries, about 15 minutes, but that's, to me, very important. These next few free agent groups aren't going to be as kind of, I mean, the D-line I'm going to talk about, I'd say a lot, but you're looking at tight ends, things that don't really need a tight end. Offensive line, you're going to have to, um, definitely, Andrews Pete, you're going to have to solve that problem, and you're going to have to resolve whatever that happens. We have a few guys in free agency, but I I would like to see them through the draft more. This guard group is not very deep for the free agents class, but much more, and not really that even that deep for the uh, the draft as well. Not really a good year for the the interior, but um, I don't know what you do there. I would draft somebody. I, I mean, you're just thinking about how you're going to get all these picks, and you're going to want a quarterback most likely here, unless you think Taysom Hill's the guy. But I think that's all very interesting. So I think that is that, that that's a good transition though into talking about some Taysom Hill news, because I feel like every week there is Taysom Hill news. This one, I think, with Hill, now there's more really rumors coming out that the Saints will definitely use the first-round tender on him, and Sean Payton maybe putting up a smoke screen, and and, people, and other people are just saying Taysom Hill's the Saints guy, and then you have other teams saying Taysom Hill's their guy, and they want to go after Taysom Hill. It's interesting, whatever they're going to be saying, because Taysom Hill is getting a ton of buzz. Because of the running court, the craze of the running quarterback, he's going to get a buzz, uh, just just a buzz of talk, and that is really continue here. Not many people are talking about Teddy Bridgewater, just which is interesting. Even though Teddy Bridgewater is five and zero as a Saints quarterback, it's just extremely interesting. I, I don't think we could even talk about this really until Drew Brees makes his decision, but we're gonna obviously speculate about it. And here's what my opinion is on it, and a lot of people have talked about it. I gotta say, Taysom Hill, I think Sean Payton's hyping him up. I think Sean Payton is gonna put that first round tender on him and go, Taysom Hill is the future of our team. He's the future. He's very, very good. He's getting better each year. He's the next Steve Young, this and that and this, putting all this great stuff. And then he's gonna say, some team, some quarterback needy team that says, we can do. What the Ravens did with Ta- with Lamar Jackson, we can do with Taysom Hill. So they bring him in, they give him a ton of money, and the Saints say, okay, we'll take our first-round pick. Take your first-round pick. So the Saints would have two first-round picks. You can draft your lineman, you can draft your QB, and everything's great. I think that's the move Sean Payton's going for. I really do. Which would be extremely interesting, wouldn't it? That's all I want to say about it. I think he's smoking out of everybody. And we've seen Sean Payton do before. You saw he did it with AB. He's done it just so many times before. I don't even have to go through it. You guys know it's true. You you have him just talking and talking and talking. And some of it may be true. Some of it may not be. We'll see if it is or it isn't. But I hope that I just... Look, I would be fine if the Saints ended up with Taysom Hill after Drew Brees. I just... Would rather draft QB. I'd rather see them get a Jordan Love. I'd rather see them get a Justin Herbert. I'd rather see that happen. I think Jordan Love could be their guy. I'd rather see that happen than them bringing Taysom Hill. 
I, I just think that when you look at these teams, just looking based off history, it's much more easier to transition between a legendary quarterback with a draft pick than just someone, either a, a backup or whatever, or like a guy off the street for age. Just harder. So that, that, that's just kind of my opinion on it. So that's kind of just a little bit on Taysom Hill. Not a lot. I don't really want to do that much on him this episode, but definitely just a little snippet on him. And now we are going to get to our free agents and kind of our rundown of the free agents. Our wrap, our wrap up, maybe our preview, who the Saints could pick up. Tight ends, it's just, and that, and that we left off after the wide receiver. So next is tight ends. We'll be looking at the lines, really. Tight ends, O-line, and D-line. And that's really what today's episode is going to be. Tight ends, look, you have Jared Cook. You have Josh Hill. After that, Saints were really running with two tight ends last year, not really three. I would like to add a tight end. Again, these are the guys that I would like them to add first. This is the guy if let's say we don't let's say we strike out on the wide receivers. We can't get any receiver. Let's bring in Tyler Eifert. He was the guy we've looked at last year. Um, I did a film study on him. I would just make him a strictly split him out, pass catcher, block a little bit. Maybe and he's good in the red zone. Maybe he gets five, six touchdowns, and that's maybe has a big year for you. Maybe he has 40, 50 catches. He can help you with Jared Cook. You could run a two tight end system like the Patriots did back in the day. And you can see something like that. And then Josh Hill would move kind of as your blocking tight end. You can see something like that. Especially if you lose Taysom Hill, maybe that's an option. Because right now, Taysom Hill is kind of like your third tight end. And I, I think the Saints like that. And I think they're going to keep it. And I don't think they're going to add a tight end. But I think if they strike out on every receiver, Eifert's a possibility. Let's just say they lose Hill or they don't want to use Hill in that tight end spot. I could see an, another blocking tight end as their third, like a Luke Wilson type or a Levine Toy Lolo type, who kind of was a blocker depth piece that you could see do a good job in pass catching in kind of sparse duties, but mostly as a blocking tight end. And I think you could see the Saints add that as well, especially if the Saints don't get a fullback. You may see them get a blocking tight end, um, like a Vanderland type guy that they got last year. So types, types of guys like that that can really help you with the blocking, especially if you can't replace that line at the fullback position. Moving over to the O-line here, your big issue is Andrews Pete, and I do not want them to, to keep Andrews Pete. I don't know if any Saints fan wants them to retain Andrews Pete. You don't want to see him. He's failed too many times. I don't want to see him here, but there are guys I do want to see here, especially in this free agents class. It's not a very deep one. There's two guys. If the Saints wanted to make that splash, let's say they don't want to make a splash at cornerback, but they want to make a splash on the offense with offensive linemen and you can see a guard here you have brandon scherf from the washington redskins his market value is going to be around 12 million as a guard which is pricey for sure especially when you're paying larry walford i don't know if the saints pick him up i don't know if the saints should pick him up but he's definitely a player that come up here and do a great job and he can fill the role in very nicely 75 pff grade one of the best in the league from the guard position a, a position that's not too much depth on it, he's the best guy out there. And I would like to see him out. If they wanted to be like, let's do it. Let's let's drop more money on offensive line. I could see that. I could definitely see that. The Saints saying, we're not going to give money to the wide receivers. We're not going to give money to the cornerbacks. We're going to give money to the offensive line. I would like them to see them get um, Scherf here. And then another guy I want to see them get with the guard. Let's say you kind of just want a guy to compliment with Nick Easton, have kind of a camp battle with him see what start. Mike Iopati. From the Seahawks, he could be a guy 60 PFF grade, come up in here as a veteran and fill that role in an average sort of way. Probably like an Andrews Pete. He probably will be like, I don't want to see he's like Andrews Pete because the problem with Andrews Pete is that he just gives up. He's usually, he's pretty good. 
but then he just has these awful games where it's just he ruins games. And I'd rather have a guy that maybe it won't ruin any games, but just won't be amazing throughout the game. Nick Easton's the same way. But you're not going to see a ruining. You're not going to see the game get ruined. Now, he may be amazing, Andrews Pete, and may win and may help you win in a big way. But I, then you have games where he completely loses you the game. I don't want to see that. I want to see some guy that could just come in here and you, you probably won't even never notice him, to be quite honest with you. Because it will, it will be not as good enough, but you with Drew Brees at the helm, you won't even see it because they get the ball out so quickly. Same with uh, with Nick Easton. I'd be fine if they kept Nick Easton in there, but maybe you want to bring a veteran in there. I'd bring in Eopati to come in here and just have a little camp battle between the two there. So I think that's kind of what I want to see. As far goes tackles, you're obviously going to need a backup tackle. Ethan Greenidge was there last year. I want to see Patrick Omame back in there, though. Um, he was good last year, in my opinion. I would like to see him back. Same type of role, same type of money. I would like to see him. He was solid of what he was able to do. Sparse, when he was in the game sparsely, he was good. Solid. So I'd like to see him again. You don't want to obviously have him start or you want to be in long term, but he can do it in little spurts. So I'd like to see that from from the Saints pick up guys like that. Then you have guys like Cameron Tom. You're going to keep those guys, and I, I think you want to see him as well. Keep on growing. You're going to have Will Clapp. So I think that's what it is from the offensive line. Flipping it over to the defensive line. Just like the cornerback position, this is a very saturated group. You have a ton of guys here that Saints could pick up, which is great. You know my opinion on it. I've said it before. If you've listened to this show, you know my opinion on the defensive end. We're going to start with the ends, and then we'll get into the tackles. My my thing with the defensive ends is that I don't think Davenport's enough. I don't think you can trust Davenport. I don't think you can trust... And then also, I don't think you can trust Trey Henderson and those guys. I think you need a veteran to go with them. Look at what happened with Alex Okafor in 2017. Saints looked very good there. And now it was with Al in 2018 as well. Um, when you used to have those guys there, it helps. He's got to come up in here, do some good stuff. And 2018 was the same thing. And he was able to just come in there and fill spots. And it doesn't have to be... You can still have Davenport start. Uh, start but you used to have someone in there just in case Davenport gets hurt. Because you know he's injury prone. And you have a guy in there just in case he falters or he needs a break. It's a good thing to have. And there are a lot of guys like that. And this is another look. Maybe you want to just say, Davenport, we we, we want to get a, a, a stud. You could do that. There's a ton of players out there that have it. You have, I mean, first of all, you have Robert Quinn out there, Eric Armstead, Jason Pierre-Paul, Chris Jones, Everson Griffin, Vic Beasley, Yannick Ngoku, Derek Wolf, Michael Bennett. Shaq Lawson, Benson Mawawa, Emmanuel Ugba, Jabal Shepard, Gerald McCoy, Vinny Curry, Quinton Jefferson, Adrian Claiborne, Jadavian Clowney, Ndamukong Sue, Ziggy Ansah. The list goes on and on. Who I want to see the Saints get? I would like them to see Adrian Claiborne's my top guy. He's probably going to get around $2 million. Four sacks last year, kind of right with the Okafor. He gives me a lot of Okafor vibes. 71.7 PFF grade last year. I'd like to see him slot right in there and do a good job. He can help Davenport out a lot. Ziggy Anza, I think he can help as well. Being kind of, he's always big. He just gets into like some grooves and then he has a lot of big sack games. I think he could do that with the Saints as a rotation player. Vinny Curry is the same way. I want to see maybe he's a veteran come in here at five sacks last year. Again, I think he could be a player come up. Jared McCoy is going to play. We're going to get into a little later when we talk about three techs. Again. These guys are going to come up in here. Duncan Sue's another guy, three-tech, that can also split out. 
You see him all there. If the Saints want to make a run at somebody, I'd look at Jason Pierre-Paul, a veteran-type player that probably won't get as much. But these guys are there. You have um, you have Chris Jones from the Super Bowl-winning Chiefs. You have Ugba, who's really good. I would like to see the Saints get Ugba from the from the Chiefs. Young player and played really well in the postseason. Jack Lawson, Michael Bennett, maybe you want to see him. He could be a guy like that. There's so many guys. And honestly, I'd be fine with any of these guys. And again, this is the same type of thing. Yes, I know the best players get $15 million, $20 million now, $19 million. But they're after that top five, look at the top five. After those top five guys, all those guys are going to get less. Look at on the top ten, all those guys are going to get less. And those guys are still solid players that Saints can get. Saints can get a quality player for not as much money. I would like to see them get another end here in free agency. And then finally, we're going to look at the tackles, and then we're going to wrap up this episode here. I want to see the Saints, look, they're not going to have, you may get Onyemata back, and that's kind of the thing. Do we keep Onyemata, do we not? I would try to, on a small deal, less than $5 million, I keep him. More than $5 million, I don't. That's kind of the cutoff for me. If you want to give him $5 million a year, just no. I, I would give him like a four-year, $16 million deal. That nice range there. He's. I, I think someone's going to pay him just because he could stop the run. He's pretty good at getting to the quarterback. And, again, I'd be fine with that. I'd bring in a defensive tackle to put some insurance on Rankins, but the main guy would be Rankins, and then you have Tuttle, and then you have Brown. I think that's that. the Saints have the depth inside, which is very good. And you can add someone through the draft as well. But if you wanted to make a splash out of three-tech, maybe a guy like Gerald, Gerald McCoy. He can play really well with Rankins. That could be a very interesting tandem. You Maybe you could have two of them play at once with Cam Jordan, and then you have Butler. That could be an amazing role there. Danny Shelton, another guy that could come up from the Patriots. He could maybe be that guy. Marcel Darius, more of a one-tech, but he could kind of play both. Timothy Jernigan, he's a pass rusher that can do some good things here. Very interesting. I I would like to see the Saints kind of add a three-tech. doesn't have to, be, have to be these guys, but someone like these guys who can rush the passer and, and obviously stop the run, and they can do it, and they can just help Rankins just in case Rankins gets out, but then the big Saints could put those cool packages in where you have both of those guys in and they split out wide and Dom can sue a guy like that. Very, very interesting. And I'd like to see the Saints at least explore that option. I mean, Vernon Butler with the Panthers, a guy like that. And then usually you can find a good defensive tackle for not as much. I mean, we'll see what happens here. But that's kind of what it is there from this, this whole free agency. Extremely interesting free agency. And we're about a month away. So in a month, I mean, this is all going to get started and it's going to be crazy, and it's going to be fun. And I think the Saints, there were a few articles on it. The Saints, I was telling you guys since the beginning, the Saints can get up to $50 million pretty quickly. And then you could have some a lot of fun. And especially with these cornerbacks, it was really getting encouraging. Now, obviously, you don't want to see guys lose their jobs and stuff. But it was really encouraging to see some of these guys go into free agency. And to me, you have $11 million to upgrade that position. That's your slot, because you could always just drop Janoris and then pick that guy up. Or maybe you want to um, you know, do something with general restructure. But it's going to be interesting to see what the Saints will do there. But I think with all that said, it is time to wrap up this podcast. If you like what we're doing here at the Houdat Discussion, and you like what we're doing here at the podcast, on Twitter, all that fun stuff, and you haven't followed us on all our social media platforms, our podcasting platforms, you can follow us on Twitter at the Houdat Dis, Instagram at Houdat Discussion, and then on the podcast platform you listen to, that means Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, all that fun stuff. Really, anywhere you listen to your podcast, we are on. 
so definitely check that out and i'm i'm pretty excited as you guys can probably hear the saints this free agency class i think helps saints a lot now what we talk about the receivers when you're and we're going to get into my free agent preview and my perfect free agent class but really what what i want i want to retain von bell pick up a receiver get a lineman and then figure out what you're doing at cornerback if you could do all those things it's a good free agency. I would then you can address quarterback, you can address lineman in the draft. And you'll see what happens to Taysom Hill. Everything will just pan out. And I, I think the Saints are gonna make or I think the Saints, they feel like they need to change. And you know what I didn't talk about when the Saints needed to change? Really quick. I didn't talk about playmakers on the defense. Maybe that's what they need. This year the Saints were the best team. They had the least amount of turnovers on offense ever. But they were only fifth in turnover ratio. They couldn't turn the ball over enough. Look when the Saints won the Super Bowl, they turned the ball over the most. They got the turnovers. Maybe got to add a few players like that. Change of little, um, kind of that sense of just if you get a few playmakers in there, that could help. And I think the Saints will kind of need that if they want to change, kind of move a leak on and change some things. I think that's player uh, type players they need there to really take that next step to the Super Bowl. Look what the Chiefs did this year. Playmakers. You need playmakers. So we'll see if the Saints could add those. But... I think now I'm done talking about this and getting all excited because a lot of great possibilities out there. So I hope you guys enjoy your weekend and the rest of your week. And with all that said, I want to say thank you, finish the deal, and who dat?